you are another year, then we got problems. Because my thing is, I'm like, I wonder if he, I just wonder if he was supposed to be there. I just wonder if he was supposed to be there. Like, like maybe he's like two years back. Like, maybe he's he's like 19 and everybody else is like 17. <laughs> and he's like, I've been here for two years now. And I'm like, that's terrible. You need to get out of high school. Grow up. Like, stop. Yeah, he has his like smart like tendencies, a... which I like. He does have some like that character trend. Oh my god! If yeah. you haven't watched Never Have Ever, people like we started right. Yeah, girl, we on. Yeah, if we <laughs> never have, if you guys never watch Never Have I Ever, you should just watch it. The just the ridiculousness, and I love the show. It's just a good watch and it's bingeable. And I don't normally like to binge too hard because I get a headache after a certain amount of episodes, but. When I do want to binge, I just go through that thing. And it's really good. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Never Have Ever is great. Anyway, hello, everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your Blurred Girls, Triple F Queen Bola. No tagline, Whitney. And we are Blurred Talk with Bola and Whitney. Hey. And just in case you are new and never heard of us before and you're just like, ooh, I want to hear about the Hocus Pocus too. <laughs> we are a podcast where Blurred Girls, Blurred me girls. and Whitney, just talk about, like, you know, life. Uh, movies, film, things. We just give our perspective. We just feel like there's a lack of black female um, voices, voices, thoughts, thinkers, you know, uh, and perspectives. And so we created this podcast because we wanted our perspective out there on the media and culture and what it says about life and everything. And just reviewing those topics and stuff. And so that's what we are, okay? So come on and join us and listen in. Tuck in, you know? <laughs> come and let's play together in the bright sunny weather. Let's all go to Gala Gala Island. I was going to say Bola and Whitney's podcast. Okay. All right, okay, let's go in again. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> it's like you messed up the mood, It's Whitney. quite all right. It's quite all right. <laughs> anyway, Whitney, how you been, girl? How you doing? I'm doing good. You know what? I'm doing really good. This has been a really great day. We are doing... One of the first things, uh, a first for us, we're mm. recording, well, no, not on the go, because we recorded on the go at BlurCon, but we're recording in the car, you guys. Yeah. This is very <laughs> new for me, and not something I planned, but <laughs> this is where we're at, and I'm like, I'm going with it, y'all. This is an interesting experience, so we're in the car. We're, we're in, the, in the car. <laughs> and we're in the car after, you know what? Do we want to make this oh, like yeah. a joint blurred out? Yes, very much so. Resonate? Um, conference, conference, Pod- podcast conference. Mm-hmm. So me and Whitney, I, I told, I, I convinced her because you know <laughs> this is what I do. I'm the social butterfly, um, <laughs> blurred of the pairing here, and then I also come up with programming stuff, you guys. So when I come up and find some things, I'm like, Yo, Whitney, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. So I convinced her because at first she was like, Nah, I'm not gonna do this, <laughs> and then I was like. Let's just do it, okay? <laughs> and so we came for this weekend. The um, Institute, the Virginia Institute of Contemporary Art at VCU, one of the new art buildings, but it's really for the public. It's a museum. And they are hosting the Resonate Podcast Conference. Mm-hmm. And so the Resonate Podcast Conference is where all the people who are into radio, podcasting, NPR, air, a lot of people are here just we were all talking about for the first time mm. talking about podcasting how to do it how to complete it you know how to pitch it and, and how to use your equipment well and me and Whitney are just learning so many things this is our blurting out segment y'all yes we are all getting some nice craft yes learning yes because you know um I really enjoy conferences where you learn about craft. I, we love BlurCon, but it's a very big, it's very um, large number of topics. Yeah, it's very scattered. So it's like there's too much at BlurCon. You can't like do all of it. 
you just have to find your little niche where you are. Yeah. And then. And I wish there was more of a niche that I want as far as like. And I wish some of the niche people came and showed up for their for their panels. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yes, Uh, I'm sorry. I had to point that out because it was like a little too many. People were not showing up for their panels, and I'm like, like, what y'all doing out here? Right, but that's a anyway. But this one is a uh, the first of its kind, and it was also a pitch party. So there were three finalists who had made and created their pod podcast ideas and made some um, some snippets, like three minute snippets for us, and they pitched it mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. whole room. And the first um, out of the three people, one person was going to get picked to produce their podcast and we're going to give it we're going to be given ten thousand dollars towards starting that by um i think it's vpn vpn was it what m i think vp vmp or vpn vpm vpm is that npr i have no idea i've never heard of it actually to be honest i'm not gonna lie i wanted to ask what vpm was but i just i just didn't i feel Uh, like v might stand for virginia though yeah I'll have to look it up. But anyway, they had like a bunch of sessions the whole time. But it was really nice to be in here, talk to some people, meet some people. We heard some awesome podcast pitches. Mm-hmm. Just wonderful things. It was nice to be with By all the these way, creators. Shout out to Natalie and Mav. Yes, hey, for Mav. Their, for their uh, podcast that they pitched. What's up, girl? That's right. And the or girls. Po- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's girl. Natalie and Mav. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry if I wasn't clear on that, peeps. My bad. But their podcast that they pitched, like, they really need to... They came in... Um, they were the runner-ups. Mm. Really great. Um, but, like... But they, they were number one in delivery to me. <laughs> <laughs> but they really need to make their their podcast. It, it needs to happen. Like, it was really cool. So good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The, one, the winner... No lie, I really liked her podcast. I yeah, think. I actually like want to listen to it. Like I'm everyone like, in the room was that. like, "What happened next?" Yes, I want <laughs> to know what happened. I need to like, I'm so excited. And it's X Files, as in X, as in your ex lover, ex friend, ex boyfriend, ex ex husband, ex roommate. Yes. So <laughs> I just pet. yes. So maybe maybe there's gonna be ex pet in there too. But her podcast idea was amazing. Uh, Mavs was about indoctrination. Matt and Natalie. In, Matt and Nat- My bad. Mav delivered the speech, but it was both of them together. Um, Natalie is the awesome sound production person. So a shout out to her, too, because she was so awesome and lovely. sounded amazing, yeah. But they both, um, but Mav gave the presentation, and mm-hmm. hers was about the induction, indoctrin, oh, Lord. indoctrination. Indoctrination. Thank you. What in the fish name, Indoctrinated. Indoctrinated is the name of it, but I was mm-hmm. talking about how she was talking about how people are getting indoctrinated into, especially young people. And the first season was going to be about young life, and it was based off of her own personal experience that happened. Um, but, yeah, shout out to y'all. Look up Mavio. She's also a comedian from L.A. Well, she's originally from Virginia, but she's um she's out in L.A., and she's a comedian. And I was like, yo, you trying to be funny with all this deep, serious stuff? I'm so curious to see how she's going to work it out together. But also, y'all follow her and check her out on, on Instagram and TikTok and everything, too. Because we just follow her as well. And I'm yes. like, I love comedy, so I'm, like, excited to listen to Me her. Me, too. So I'm going to check too. all that out. I do love comedy. So we just wanted to shout you out, Mav. Hey, girl. Hey, Natalie. <laughs> and congrats to the winner, too. Um, I believe her name was Kelsey. Right? I can't remember what her name was, but I just I only remember the podcast name. But yeah, she was amazing. She was great too. So, uh, but honestly, this was a great experience to come mm-hmm. to a con. I'm not gonna lie, I was getting like intimidated. I was telling Whitney about this earlier, but it's because it was just so much awesomeness. And I realized this was like not just because we're like a chat podcast, mm-hmm. but this is definitely like a industry people. 
podcasting for like writing your narrative. Like I wasn't even thinking about like writing for podcasts. I was like, no, you just talk. Like I don't know why in my mind I didn't think no. These some of these podcasts you they're yeah, writing. Yeah, depending stuff out. on what type of yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, man, it just expanded my mind for me to really realize Free what I'm listening to. And the rest will follow. Expand that mind. Yes. Be Caliban, don't be so shallow. For you who are listening that are new, Whitney will be singing all the time. <laughs> Off the cuff, <laughs> without warning. <laughs> but um, there was just some awesome things. And one of the things I liked was that this institute here at VCU, mm-hmm. Virginia Commonwealth University, go Rams, because that's our alma mater. Yeah. We're both alumni of VCU. But this new building here, um, they have a community media room. Yes. And you can, like, they have state-of-the-art. Like professional. Rec- yes, recording equipment. That is, and get this, y'all. Booths. Get this, y'all. Free to use for the public, okay? <laughs> you just got to get booked. Now, this is something I have never heard. Like, studio's time that is free to use for the public? I, I mean, actually have heard it. So, now that, since we're educating. But this kind of stuff, Whitney, like, this kind of, like, this is tech state of the art stuff. It is state of the art stuff. Um, I mean, the sound, the like, the phone that you can't touch on the booth is like really cool. But we, we we actually should make that a blurred out, and we should go find the one in Henrico because Henrico Libraries, because you know libraries are awesome resources. Like Chesterfield Libraries has three D printing, but Henrico Libraries, one of their libraries has a recording studio, like a okay. podcast recording studio. Okay. So maybe we should do like a future. Trip. Yeah, blur. Blur it out. Blur it out. Yeah, because we haven't done any of those <laughs> uh, yeah, in a while. No, 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 that, that, that's 1.0. I, thought, we, I okay. thought you had done 2.0. No, that was the song for that day. Oh. We're going back to blur it out. Blur it out. We're still in our blur it out segment. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yes, um, I got another blur it out, though, for real, for real. Yeah, girl. Um, so I went to, uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to the Lizzo concert in D.C., Oh yes! Tell and us. I just have tell to say me something good. Oh, I'm gonna tell you. It's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Great? What? I'm sure you said great. And then anyway, whatever. It's You're gonna be great. Like from like Mean Girls, which is like gruel. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't mind me. It's going to be great. Okay. Cause Lizzo, I'm like, I feel, I felt like after this that All I was in love with true. her. Yes. <laughs> I felt like I was in love with her. Yes, just girl. after the just after the experience. I'm not gonna lie. Can I just say I haven't been to a concert experience in a very very long time. Mm. I enjoyed it so much. Even though I got sick afterwards, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was worth the COVID. It was worth it. <laughs> okay. Um, but I I just was in awe of Lizzo. Like mm-hmm. she was doing her thing. Like she was she had stamina and her voice was magnificent. I didn't even realize how awesome her voice was. I knew she had a good voice, mm-hmm. but in this concert, she's awesome. The notes she was hitting, and then her flute skills. Sasha Fierce is her fru- uh, her flute. Not <laughs> Sasha Fierce. Sasha is the name of her flute. Mm-hmm. Sasha Fierce is Beyonce. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Beehive, don't come after me. Sasha is the name of her flute. Because mm-hmm. um, Lizzo is an actual um, like concert, classically trained uh, flutist. And, is that the right way to say that? Flutist? Is it flutist or flautist? Isn't <sighs> Let's it spelled like flutist. F-L-A-U-T-I-S? Florist. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> flutist, and she can twerk and play that thing at the same time, which is a, which is a, a feat within itself, okay? <laughs> but, I mean, I was just... One, the special album is amazing. I love that song, mm-hmm. Special. It's my favorite, one of my favorite songs on her album. She has such positive vibes, good music. Um, but 
It just makes me sad, though, because in recent, she has been facing so much backlash, unwarranted, unprovoked mm. backlash, hatred, fat phobia comments from stupid-ass black men that, one, I don't know why they take pleasure in tearing down a woman, a fellow black person, a black woman who is just doing her thing. Mm. It doesn't matter if she's not your taste or type or whatever. doesn't mean you need to tear her down or tear her body down because you don't agree with how she's supposed to look, especially when they're asking you about her music. So I just want to address the haters. Y'all can just beep off, okay? That's one. interesting. That made me think of a, a stand-up that I watched recently. Mm. I can't remember who, because I, I watched like three in a row of new ones that I saw on Netflix. Mm. And one of the women was talking about like, you know, just people hating on people. Like, and she was like, guess what? Oh, you know what? It might, it might not have been Netflix. It might have been Yvonne Orgy's. Oh, the new one. Yeah. yeah I watched that one. too. Yep. Is she the one who was like, guess what, guys? If you don't like so-and-so, you don't have to fuck them. No, I don't think she said that. Okay. Then it must have been she one of the Netflix that. ones. Okay. But they were, she was like, if you don't like them. You don't have to. Help. Yeah, exactly. And it's like the same thing. And if you don't like him, you don't have to listen. It's like you don't have to go spouting off at the mouth. Nobody yeah. asked you about that. My thing about Aries, because I don't want to really talk about him, but my thing with his comment was that somebody asked him about her music. Mm. They didn't ask her, ask him about her body or anything. And he, being a dumb fool and just a terrible man, anyway, he got a case against him too. So he's been canceled as well. But he, he's still out here trying to do his shows, but he's been canceled. Um, but he just went straight to her body. Mm. And I was like, this is not even the context. Like, somebody's asking you about it. The person that asked the question was, like, praising Lizzo's music. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know who got good songs? Who's a good songwriter? And he's like, who's that? He's like, Lizzo. He's like, Lizzo? Oh, he's like, man, nah, I'm sorry. I can't really get down with that. And he was like, I was like, I can't get down with that when you look like a plate of mashed potatoes. You need to go to the gym, boo-boo. And I was like, what the hell? Are you serious? And I was like, the, it's a total disconnect. Yeah. Somebody said her music. If you don't listen to her music, okay, I'm like, oh, I'm not a fan. I don't listen. That's not an invitation for you to address her body or anything. Right. Just because of what you feel she looks like. Uh, Lizzo looks great. Lizzo is healthy. She's a vegan. She'd be in the gym. Honestly, for all the songs she was doing and the dancing back to back, that girl has stamina. She's mm. healthy and she's happy and, and she's beautiful the way she is. I don't know what the hell he's she's looking gorgeous. at. He cannot get her at all. <laughs> Not even a second look from her. Not at all. So I'm like, he over there looking like a bag of sack potatoes. Talking about mashed potatoes. <laughs> but anyway, I just was so mad because I saw the brilliance of this woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was shining. How people were just there for all sorts of people. In all the concert goers, I was looking at everybody because I love the people watch. Mm. <laughs> all the people were just looking at, like, just looking amazing. Like, you just saw all sorts of people, mm-hmm. all types, body types, shapes, lever, whatever kind. They were there. Yeah. All wanting to watch her and be there in the room and connect with her. And so I'm just like, she's somebody that sings for everybody. Mm-hmm. And her music is something you can actually dance to. Um, and it's just, I just was like, this unwanted hate and bashing from her, from Kanye, and from him, excuse me, and from uh, Ari Spears is like doesn't make any sense. But I want to go back to praising her because I was just in awe of her. And me and T, one of my friends that we went to the concert, we just had a wonderful time. And I was, I just love her music more. I play it more now. Anytime somebody got a birthday, I play Lizzo's birthday song. Mm-hmm. I don't play Happy Birthday. I'm like, is it your birthday, girl? Cause you're looking like a present. 
<laughs> is it your birthday? Y'all need to just listen to it. Just plug it up wherever you listen to music. Just plug it up. But Lizzo's concert was fire with me. I was like, awesome. I was very happy. Very happy. Awesome. So I just wanted to blurt out about Lizzo because I just love her. <laughs> She's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> So we're doing good at Resonate and Lizzo Concert. You got another word on with me? Yeah. Um... First, I want to continue on from our shared uh, blurt out about Resonate. Also, want to shout out Carrie, our oh, yeah. new friend, yes, 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 best hey, friend that we made today. Like, just so awesome. We spent like hours talking, hours talking to her. Connecting. We just met her today and spent hours talking to her. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Broke bread. Ate, well, broke broke French fries <laughs> and burgers. Yeah, really well, good. And, and honestly, she made a, this is a good spot. She, I love when she finds a good spot in Richmond downtown here because we live in the county. So mm-hmm. whenever we come up here and I eat some good food, I'm like, yes, thank you for recommending that place. <laughs> yes. And now it I know was, where to go. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, um, what, what, what was it called? Bovine. 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 B-E-A-U-V-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. So good. That burger. I mean, if y'all Carrie told RVA. us about the fries, these duck comfy fries, mm-hmm. which is what the draw was for us. And mm-hmm. the fries were great, but the burger. Yeah. Oh, my God. I ho- I had a whole relationship and just, oh, that burger was so good. Yeah. Good. It was fantastic. so good. Fantastic. But just got to shout out Carrie. And also, you guys... I'm hoping Carrie will actually make her podcast because she has yes. got a number of really great podcast so ideas. And I really ideas. hope that she makes one slash all of them because and just like if slash when she does give her some love, guys, because mm. these like are great podcast concepts. She should pitch next year. I know <laughs> they they do it again. They should, I'm like, you need to you just need to you know, we need to call her and just be like, Carrie, you know, you need to pitch that, that one of the three awesome ideas you had. Yes. 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 Exactly. Indeed, indeed. But my my personal blurred out uh, this time is actually the Empress. Oh, yeah. Tell Netflix. us about it. Oh, my God. It was just, it was one of those things where I can't remember if it had actually been in my, like, the emails. Because, you know, you get the Netflix sends you emails. We think you might like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know, remember if it, was, if it was one of those or not or if it was just, like, a top thing. It, I saw it playing at the top, like, a couple times. And the trail, like, it wasn't a trailer trailer. It was, like, more of a teaser. Mm. The teaser they had, it didn't, it didn't really pull me in so much. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember what it was that made me want to watch it. I don't know if I read something else talking it's the about it. Period piece drama pool. That's what it is. I don't know. I don't know because they because Netflix pitched it to me before at the top, mm. and it didn't get me that first time. So did I, you see like another scene or another clip? Maybe maybe because I think now they're starting to do like those three or four at the top, and it mm. goes between them. And I think maybe it was a longer and different clip, mm-hmm. and that one got me. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe something that's else. What it another was. vantage point. Yep. Another vantage point. I was like, oh, actually, this does look interesting. Mm-hmm. So then I, of course, binged my way through it. <laughs> How many episodes? I think it was like maybe eight episodes. I don't think it was ten. It could have been. But I think I feel like it was more like eight episodes. But okay. it was just so good. Like, I loved it. Because, you know, you get the you get a little bit of like the Bridgerton vibes. Mm. You also get some kind of Game of Thrones type vibes or mm. House of the Dragon vibes. Because, like, it's like political things mm. happening. Because she's the, um, the empress of the Habsburg Empire. Which I was like... I recognize the name Habsburg, but I'm like, they had an empire, though? Because mm. it's like, it's Austria. And I'm like, yeah. Austria had an empire? Yeah. 
and apparently the Holy Roman Empire of Austria. And I'm like, were there two Holy Roman Empires or was Austria the Holy Roman Empire? I didn't know, but it was like, it was interesting because I'm like, oh, this is stuff that, you know, uh, history class from yeah. high school was a long time ago. My thing is, it's Europe. It was just too much. <laughs> I don't got time. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff going on there. But it was just a really engrossing series to watch. Is it like a drama or is it like... There's a little bit of romance at the beginning. I mean, there's romance because she likes her her relationship with the emperor because that's like how she becomes the empress because Mm -hmm. he falls in love with her. But then there's a lot of like intrigue and then there's like the brother who liked her and stuff. I like intrigue. Yes. I like intrigue. That's the thing that really (laughs) drew me in was the intrigue. And then like the the emperor's mother, you know, she was the, you know, dowager empress or something i don't know that's not what they called her but you know Mm -hmm. she was she actually had most of the control Mm -hmm. (laughs) i actually know about um i had watched a video about that who that that show was about Mm -hmm. and so yeah like his mother was completely controlling yeah completely controlling. like she would not even let her like have any say over her own children Mm -hmm. like they would they would come out of her and they would take her child her child and she would not see yeah so I'm not surprised. That shit happened all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, it's really interesting because then it's like this friction between the two of them because she's like, oh, I've got ideas. And she's and the mother is just like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's crazy. But it's just like that tension. And then there's like this whole thing where France is on Napoleon France. I was like, oh, Napoleon, this was during Napoleon time? You got a whole history lesson with me? Yes. <laughs> and then like Russia on the other side, or I don't know if it was Prussia at that time. Is Russia and Prussia two different things? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but like Tsar Nicholas, not the one who, not not that Tsar Nicholas with Anastasia as a daughter, but I guess one of the first ones. He's like on the other side, and then they're like Austria is caught between them, and there's like you got to pick a side, and he's like, no, I'm not picking a side because I'm trying to do other things with my people. I don't want to put them in war and stuff. Mm. But it's just it was about his folks. Yeah, it was really engrossing. And then there's like a whole thing with like a revolution brewing between there, and they actually want to try to kill the emperor. It's a lot. Sounds like it's a really good show. It's really good. I I watched it and I was like, because I want my mom to watch it. But we watched it late. So she, we watched one episode and we were getting partway through the second and she was kind of falling asleep a bit because it was like 12 Mm a.m. or something. But I was like, oh, I want mom to see this. This is good. And I was like, oh, I think Bolo will really like this too. Okay, I might check it out because it's my alley. I'm not going to lie. As much as I'm like over Europe, I do like that. <laughs> I, love, I love the period pieces. <laughs> You're right, right? I do. I'm not going to lie. I know. I That's know why you I'm like loving House of the Dragon and Lord of the Rings right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, Rings of Power. Rings of Power. I'm yeah, loving yeah. it both. They one I just need finished. I to get back into that. I'll probably rewatch I, one and two just because it's been so long since I watched them and go ahead and finish isn't, it. Isn't, um, no, I was waiting for you. Uh, isn't, um, House of the Dragon finishing this Sunday? Is this the last um, episode of Sunday? No, I believe this is the next to last. Okay, so it's 10 episodes then. Yes, okay, there are so 10. Most, thank God, because I'm loving House of the Dragon. <laughs> I know, it's so good. Like, that's part of what makes The Empress so good, because, like, House of the Dragon, it's got a much Very more condensed, like, focused story, mm-hmm. and the intrigue is what mm-hmm. makes it so good. I like the slowed down pace, and I like the, yeah. I like the, um, the intimate look it deep is. dive into this fan and I'm fascinated by the Targaryens I'm just yes. fascinated because they're they not still... a lot of them in the Game of Thrones series right so... and they're still dragons but the dragons are like very secondary you're like I don't even care about the dragons like yeah, what's going on yeah. with all these well, like all these Targaryens like, like, it's very interesting it very, is. all the incest going on and uh, oh everybody's okay with it <laughs> uncles getting with aunts and uh, oh, lord cousins marrying cousins and brothers marrying sisters and ooh 
and I, I think that speaks to like a really good series. There's a when there's a fantastical element to it, but it's more like a garnish than like ah mm-hmm. oh, this is the whole this is the whole reason you the watch like it might have drawn you in, but you're like oh but this story though. Yes. I mean, the dragons are nice with this story. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. And I will quickly blurt out about mm-hmm. one more thing. Uh, me and my family just, we were super late on this show. Super late. But I have to talk about it because it's, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Me and my family binged, like, season one of Daredevil. Now that's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, girl, yes. It's so good. sexy Charlie Cox. Yeah, oh, he is so he's perfect. He's, he's so the, fine. The smile was, is just beautiful. He was a perfect. He was so perfect as Daredevil. Then they're now rebooting it, and they're like, you know what? It, it was too good. He, we got to use Bring him. Bring him back. Yeah, we can't and recast. I, we got to so use him. I'm so mad I didn't watch this a long time ago. And I'm I like, don't, I don't, yeah, know why I don't understand I how you didn't. Especially I watched since all of he Luke Cage, off, like the Netflix series. That was what kicked why, it off. I don't know why Whitney. I was just like not feeling all the defenders. I'm but I did watch Luke Cage because I love Luke Cage. Oh my god, I watched Luke Cage, and I was so mad that they canceled Luke Cage. But I didn't watch the Defenders the series. I just was like the series of you know how it was a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't finish watching um Jessica Jones. But and I don't know why I didn't get into Daredevil and I wanted to watch it because I love Charlie Cox, but I just didn't get into it. But I'm telling you, me and my family binge watched the first season. That first season was fire. It, it is was amazingly good. It like Terse it's just like it was just like I could not I really love season two as well. Um, I didn't. I never finished I'm not the into season, season three. Yeah, we just started season two. In fact, they were waiting for me, so we all watching together. <laughs> so they're like pissed off. They're like, "Why are you off this weekend? We need to watch. It. Can we watch without you?" And I'm like, "Y'all watch something else real quick." And they're like, "We want to watch this show, but we're waiting for you." But you it know was what? amazing, Whitney. It, was it amazing. is. It is great. But that made me think of something different because um, when I was telling Bola earlier today, or it might have been yesterday, about like, "Oh, you need to watch this," and she was like, "I haven't gotten around the ranking of kings yet." I was like, "That's not what I was." gonna say but yeah you do need to watch that i think i just saw an imdb today because you know i i put a, like a little watch thing on there they're like new episode and i'm like what ranking of kings Why did I, watch oh, it? A new episode? I think so hey new anime giggity i'm so excited i'm so excited you really need to watch it i'm so excited okay so let us get into the topic at hand or is there anything else you want to say no no let's do it all right so this is the month of october y'all so we can get spooky-ish. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go full-on spooky with Bola. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. I'm not even. I just don't do the demonic, so <laughs> I just don't like the scary. I call it the demonic for myself. But I just don't do the scary, the bloody, the, the horror. Mostly horror. I can do thrillers. I can even do blood when it comes to the action and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't like horror. Like mm-hmm. I can't do with it. It's just... It hurts my spirit. I don't know. I just, I've never been able, ever since I watched Jason as a five year old, and I just, I can't, I was like, I can't do this kind of stuff. I don't like recreation, rec- recreational fear. So I'm just not, I can't. So, but I can do what I did like growing up, even mm-hmm. also because my family, my growing up, my family's very Christian. My mom, and my family's Nigerian, as you all know. Well, those who do know. So my, we don't, they don't have Halloween. It's like a devil holiday to them. So it's like, it's very bad, especially for families that are very Christian. Mm. So my mom was like, no. And we didn't celebrate Halloween when we were, when we were growing up, really. She let us trick-or-treat like once. <laughs> uh, but now my, my nieces get to do that all the time. They get to trick-or-treat all the time. So it's just not fair. But anyway. <laughs> um, but what I liked growing up was watching the Disney Channel Halloween movies. Because they were tame. Because <laughs> they were tame and wholesome and nice and sweet. And I was just like, they were like spooky, but not like overkill. Mm. And I was like, I can get down with this. You know, this is, I can, <laughs> okay. I can do this. So it's like Disney light, light horror. I can do that. <laughs> you know, but that full on like, like ring and the, you know, exorcist, all that stuff. Smile and get out. I concept. I don't, I can't do it. 
But I did love, I love, what are some of the Disney Channel movies that you like, the Halloween movies that you like? Halloween Town. Halloween, Halloween Town, Town Hocus Town Pocus two, was on Halloween there all the time. Halloween Town 3, Halloween Town Revisit. No, I don't think there was a revisit, <laughs> but they made a lot of Halloween Towns. I was like, damn, how many Halloween Towns? <laughs> they had the one with the, um, they had the movie with the, with the tower, where they were in the tower. like this Tower old, of Terror? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I never watched that one, though. the building of the hotel where, like, the, whole, the, the elevator was old. Okay. Um, what was that? Oh, I liked the mummy one where the like mummy came and the little boy like became friends with the mummy. Oh, uh, did I watch that one? I don't think you I didn't. Did. Oh, man. I I that one. Did you watch the one about the um, something under a bed, like the boogeyman? I don't think don't look so. Under the bed or something? I like that one where there was like a boogeyman that was under the bed and he was a black. He was black, actually. And the girl was white. Um, and there was also one about the vampire, like the, the kids whose stepfather was going to be a vampire or their mom was dating a vampire. It was just there were so many like like Halloween movies that were just like cool. They were like spooky, but just like fun and wholesome, and I loved it. Hocus Pocus was one of those. Two. Disney did used to make like some really good like yeah, made for TV enjoy, movies. Exactly, and <laughs> like I Disney Channel them. movies used to be like I loved them. I still smile, and so <laughs> in the spirit of that, and so Whitney convinced me because I told her if she wanted to do a horror movie, she needed to get her guest host, and <laughs> y'all can do that, and I'm gonna be out. And I'm like, I was like, Whitney, you could totally do that. I I give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, okay, so I was like, she's like, let's do a Halloween theme, but let's do Hocus Pocus two since Hocus Pocus two came out. And I was like, bet I loved Hocus Pocus one, so we can do Hocus Pocus two. So yes. that's what we're gonna do today, guys. Though to be honest, for me, you guys, I want it to be a Hocus Pocus slash Hocus Pocus two because for me, this was a dumpster fire. <laughs> Hocus Pocus 2 for me was a dumpster fire. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you said that because first impressions, I watched it once with my family, with my sister. Yeah, I only and we it both once. were like, "What the hell is this?" What is like? My mom came to my house like, what was it, week before last to watch, and she was like, "Oh yeah, Hocus Pocus 2 is that? Let's watch that." And after it ends, we both kind of look at each other. It was like the same look we had at the end of Game of Thrones, like what? that same expression. Like, like, what was that? Like, who paid to make this? <laughs> right. Like, who signed off on this? I waited years, probably close to a decade for a sequel. It's like, this is what you do to me? I'm so glad you said that because I was like, me and my, I was like trying to find the most nice rating, but I was like, <laughs> like no, my rating wasn't going above, fire. my rating wasn't going above five because I was like, <laughs> I can't, I, I can't. I was like, this is trash. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ain't nobody. I was like, can we do a how they, how they been black nobody. for a second? So the new series is like a bunch of new people. They're still the Sanderson sisters. Yes. But it's like Oh, and Billy Butcher. And Billy Butcher. But I was like, one, there was a black guy who started this whole thing. Hmm. And I was like, now you know, ain't no black person fooling with this kind of stuff. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, so the black guy tricked these little kids into lighting a candle. Because he to remade, he took the wax from the black flame candle and he remade the freaking candle. I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, ain't no way. And then I was like, no, y'all black. And then the lead girl is like, I guess mixed or something. Both of them are ladies of color. For their, yeah, the, the, three the character's people. name was Becca. Y'all, I have to have, like, now, most had of the time I have to have IMDb up just because I sometimes forget. But the reason I had to, like, for this time, it's not just because I'm forgetful. It's because this whole movie was forgetful. Yes, Whitney, had they been black, now you know better. <laughs> ain't no way her mom was going to just let her be in the, no, ain't no way no little black girl's going to be in the woods. Be like, I'm just going to be here to celebrate my 16th birthday. I was like, ain't no way. <laughs> 
And my sister's like, maybe she mixed, and this is her white side. I was like, like, shoot. (laughs) So there's a had they been black moment for both of these, because I was like, ain't no way. I just was like, the story was just not fire. The story was trash. Well, so... Yeah, like, I'm sorry, Whitney. I'm I agree. I'm so glad. Garbage I had on fire, with... maybe. Yeah, and then you know what's messed up? After I watched this sec- the second one, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, let me watch the first one. And then I was remembering how much the first one was so good. I watched the first one. I watched Hocus Pocus pretty much every year near Halloween because. Okay. And even though it was made in, I think it's '93. Yeah, it's '93. You know how there are some movies where you go back and watch them, things that you loved, and you're like, uh, this isn't really holding up anymore. Hocus Pocus is not one of those. Yes. Hocus Pocus is still fantastic yes. today. Yes. I was looking at the contrast because it was right back to That's back. That's what I had to and do because like, I'm like, I'm what engrossed. is it about the first one that they failed so so bad I'm on? I'm so engrossed in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. With Hocus Pocus too. the whole way, the issue with the kids, I was like, I care less about these little kids and these little stats. <laughs> yeah. I do not understand. I was like, I'm not pulled in. I'm like, okay, so this girl has powers. So now she's just a witch that wants to bring... And I was like, what happened to... The Sanderson's are supposed to be the enemy. They're the funny, comical, mm-hmm. but they're supposed to be the enemy. So why the girl trying to join them to be a witch too? I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> the other one had like a follow-through story where you could just follow... You're like, you're at the... the you could connect with the characters. It had stakes. I was not connecting with the characters. It had legitimate stakes that, you yes. were, that weren't forced. Because yes. I was re-watching it this morning. I, I didn't finish my rewatch through, but I remember most of it. But I just needed to get close enough. Because like you start off with... Like, you know, you hear the song, Come little children, I'll take me away. The nice, like, song that Sarah Jessica Parker sings. And, well, not nice song, because it's like little children to their (laughs) deaths. But, like, you know, but, like, then, is it it Zachary or Thackeray? Thackeray Binks. Thackeray Binks, he, like, wakes up and he looks and is, like, the bed next to him is, like, empty. And he's, like where's Sarah where's my sister mm-hmm. so this is like immediate stakes like this is a dude who's like looking for his sister and it's like oh his friend's like oh I saw her go into the woods she's mm-hmm. dead now because they know like the witches live in the woods yeah so it's like immediate stakes like you are invested because here's this dude who it's not like you're not really <sighs> you're being shown not told that like he loves his sister mm-hmm like you saw him, he like he went by himself. He's like, get the get the people together, the adults together. But I'm going after my sister. They're not it's, taking my sister. It's emotional connection. The stakes were there. The story was there. You're hooked from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the decision was for Hocus Pocus two to start off with young Sanderson sisters, where they went to their background story. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah, because apparently we're getting something out of this. But I was watching it afterwards, and I was like, okay. But I thought I was like, maybe this will pay off later. Yeah, and I was like, really I didn't, mean, but... I understand why they put it in there as far as how the movie ended. But it was very forced. Like, yeah. pretty much all of Hocus Pocus 2 was forced. Yeah. It was like they were trying to recreate all of the good moments of Hocus Pocus. Instead of thinking about how to make this a new, different film. A new, different... And you can have elements, I mean. but you don't want to... Don't just try to remake it. It did not work. And this is why and I have problems... camp. Problem. You're right. This is why I have problems with everybody trying to redo the past. And I'm like, some of this stuff needs to stay where it's at. Mm-hmm. You keep trying to redo that. And I'm like, this is good as it is. Mm. If you didn't bring it up closer to the time when it came out, like, 
Just leave it. Or come up with something totally different. But they kept trying to... One of the things... There were some funny moments. If we're going to get into prose. There Stop were some trying funny... to make Fetch happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> there were some funny moments. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy the funny parts of like, like Like, there were some there funny were very few. I mean, there were some, but it was like... They Most were of them, the... they were they were trying really hard. I mean, I like liked the part where they were like drinking the lotion and all that crap because I thought it was funny because it was like again, the Sanderson sisters are like the time has changed again. Even though they weren't gone for as long as mm-hmm. they were, he was like, think about the 1600s to 1993 was longer mm-hmm. than 1993 to 2022. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like or 2021, I guess 2022. So the gap was not as bad, but the change of uh, in culture from 93 to 22 is very vast. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, I liked some of those interactions. Mm-hmm. Those things were funny to me. Like they didn't have a vacuum this time for the married to sleep. They just <laughs> was like, we're just going to put on two Roombas. And then she's going to be, that's going to be her bitch's broom. Two Roombas. Okay. You know it what? You're right. It was funny when they were trapped with the salt and the Roomba yes, and the Roomba was like cleaning the salt and I'm like y'all ain't think about that but I just there was so much gaps and holes like the ridiculousness of the, the the reverend character and then there was no payoff there was a reverend in the past and then they were like I was like why is this character here in the future why is he again here I just I don't it was so many holes and it was like you said it was super forced and the ending, know. to like, me, I don't think that film. part was a pole. It just felt like wow. why it was very forced. It was That's like called a hole. pigeonhole this dude into the story for what reason? Yeah, and then the black dude getting the the. Uh, I'm gonna tell Billy's story. I'm immediately gonna turn around because blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, dude, like just go sit down somewhere. And then, just like, him like trying to get them i was like one he goes and helped the black dude gilbert who started this whole thing gets like the um billy the ghost from the no the zombie from zombie. the first one billy butcherson billy butcherson who dated who apparently kissed winnie but wanted her sister sarah <laughs> um and he gets him to help him find all this stuff because he wants to help the senators come back and I'm like, and then at the end, they just like totally like like oh thank you for getting our stuff by, and then like zoom him off. They, I was like, look at you. And then at the end, he tried to come back and be like, I'm gonna save these 16 year old kids who I'm endangered their lives from the beginning. <laughs> I don't understand. I was like, what kind of person are you? I was like, ain't no. Had they been black? <laughs> and I'm, the sad thing was, this character he was black, and I was very ashamed. I was like, this is not you. This is not you. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I, Gilbert didn't make sense to me because I was like, and then him coming back at the end when everything was done and the kids basically saved themselves mm-hmm. or not really. I don't even know what to call what happened. The resolution, just the thing resolved itself, I guess. I just thought it was really dumb. Like, I was like, what is this? No payoff. I was like, your character was useless. They didn't need you in the film, really, for the rest of the film. I just, there was like a lot wrong with this film. Everything was so forced. The music number, I mean, I Put a Spell on You was my very favorite part of the first Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And they had a different music number. Yeah, they did. And it just didn't work nearly as well. And it's just like, it was so forced. And most things, including the comedy, like the comedy from the original one, you know, they didn't try to force it to be a comedy. I felt like they forced this to be a comedy. You know what you're right. Because I was a member. I'm not going to lie. I watched it all the way through the first time. Mm-hmm. I watched Hocus Pocus 2. Mm-hmm. I like slept for like 30 minutes. Then I watched Hocus Pocus 2 again. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I watched 2, then 1, then 2 again. Mm-hmm. Just And I skipped through parts because I didn't want to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to see like, okay, I watched 1. Let me see. And then I was like, you're right. It was just 
Hocus Pocus 1 was like effortless. Yeah. You were just going through in the comedy. I felt like I had hearty belly laughs. Yeah. It because came they naturally. just came natural. And then the other ones were like, oh, that's. St- and I, Hocus, Hocus Pocus 2, I was like, oh, that's stupid. But I was done. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what's happening with these girls? And like, what are they doing? Like, this, I'd like that. I thought the drama between the girls was not yes! enough for me to care about. And it was stupid and drama. Was like, I'm like, stupid. this may. I mean, I know teenagers can be kind of stupid, but it just it did not hold no. Stupid. It like, was like it didn't seem like a legitimate like. Uh, what's the uh, a, a legitimate drama? It didn't seem like mm-hmm. legitimate conflict. Like this, this it doesn't even make, make sense. Care. You wouldn't ask this person like, oh, oh, I didn't know. That's why you guys stopped hanging out with me. I'm like, really. Really? It was so you dumb. Like, I'm like, this is not feeling natural at all. This conflict does not feel natural. I don't. And like, I felt like the Hocus Pocus had like a great, like, story arc. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was like to me, it's like okay, they got to. Like, I don't know what it was that off-putting. Even though it seemed like it was like nice and Disney-fied mm-hmm. for Hocus Pocus two to end the way it did, because basically Winnie wanted to get all this power, mm-hmm. and she did get this power, but she didn't know about the warning. And the sacrifice was her two sisters were just gonna be gone. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Oh, bring my sisters back or whatever." And I was just like, "To so be honest, she that's back- the only thing." That bumped it up from. We'll we'll talk about ratings later. It bumped it up half. It, it bumped it up a contact. Um, yeah, a contact. A monocle. A monocle. Thank you. That's yeah. the half. It bumped it up a monocle for me, but it, this did not get a high rating for me. That bumped it up a monocle, but even then, it wasn't enough. It's just like okay, this makes it slightly a little slightly better. But that, that to me, I was gonna say that it did like. To me, it was like this is a different movie. Than what I was just watching the whole time, and mm. I was felt like they were trying to make something. I don't know. I know that they were trying there, yeah. but it was like I don't see the connect. But to me, I they were in the first one. The sisters are the bad guys, mm-hmm. and you get that, and they're they're comical, but they're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And you get the arc, and you see play out, and you're like, yeah, what's supposed to happen to them happens. But then if this one, you just like you're trying to act like Winnie is better. Like she would actually, I don't know. It just seemed like it would betray her character. I felt like she would actually just want to live and be, if she was real Winnie, she would just like, Oh, well they gone. I'm going to be powerful. I actually disagree about that. I, I think that, I mean, and I think that's what they were trying to do. Like the very beginning of the movie to show she and, had a heart. Yeah. Well, to show that she can't, that's the one thing she cared about was her sisters, even yeah, though the way she true. shows it is different. And even in the first Hocus Pocus, I can actually see that. Like yeah, I believe that she would be heartbroken over the loss of her sisters. Even enough though she to be was slapping like, them around all the time. Yeah, she was like, she's slapping them around, but I was like, I truly love my sisters. And I, I actually believe that. And I think if that had been the focus, if they wanted to make that the focus of the movie... It should have been in earlier, yeah. It should have been more naturally... Because, like, I felt like Hocus Pocus, the, the thing was, like, okay, Thackeray, he's, like, he's resigned himself to living forever... Um, well, no, they did. They, they no, I mean, he resigned because, like, he knows that that's going to happen. Because oh, he was okay, like, yeah, he, yeah. he hoped he would die, but yeah. he resigned himself to living forever. And he's like, this is what I'm going to do with my immortality is I'm going to make sure nobody else yep. has to go through what yeah. I do. Yeah. And it's like, okay, good. I've got, like, a solid stakes to hold on to as mm-hmm. a viewer. And then at the very end, it's a wonderful payoff because he dies and you're like really sad at first you're like no yeah especially him in connection with um with danny yes and Mm -hmm. because that like legitimately connection yeah legitimate connections forged throughout the film that you were invested in yep and when he dies you're heartbroken but then you see his spirit united with his sister and that was a great payoff yeah it was a great payoff if you were invested in it you're like this is his reward like this is what he wants he wants i felt like they were trying to mirror the first movie but in the wrong it just 
came out in the wrong ways. Because that moment was akin to what happened in the end with Winnie. But I, for some reason to me, I was like, this is not placed well. Like, I was just like, I don't buy this. Like, I don't, I don't, there was a disconnect in what was happening. Mm. And then also, I didn't understand the powers of the girls because I was like, okay, so the main girl, Becca, has, she's the witch, actually. Mm. But her friends are not witches, yet mm. they had powers to help her fight stuff. Are I they, think they I only think had powers because she shared it. Is that how they do stuff? Now, granted, I would have to rewatch it to see for sure, but I felt like sense to me. they did not have powers naturally. I felt like Becca was the only one who naturally had like she was the one. a natural she witch. She had the blue glow in her hands. But then I think they read the book and it talked about like sharing power or oh, something man. like that. So I think she shared the power with her two friends and that's how they like bounced out. But Winnie, you know, wanted the power for herself. And so there was, like, the consequences. And then her sister, like, the thing she loved most or cherished most, her sisters, disappeared. But, like, that's a good... I felt like that was a good lesson. Because I like movies that have, like, an an underlying theme or something. And I felt that would have been, like, that was a really good underlying theme. Which is why I bumped it up slightly on the rating that I gave it. But it didn't give you... It wasn't a great payoff because they didn't really build it well into the rest of the movie yeah i felt like a stronger thing would have been all of them were witches or none of them were that would have been better to me because i like that was this was what was good about the first movies like these kids don't have powers they're just regular kids Mm -hmm. trying to survive a mistake that they made lighting the candle and then the santa sisters are back and it's just the kids trying to like survive and be rid of the witches but it's like this going back and forth with her, like, oh, she's a witch. She started off being one. And then I just was like, what is going on here? Like, it was like she was trapping them. And then she was like, I want the book for myself. And then I'm like, what is, I don't know. I was not following. I thought of something from the first movie that there is actually like parallels um, between Thackeray and Max. Because they both have sisters. Exactly. And they both exactly. want to be good brothers. Exactly. But Max starts off a, a little rocky. He's like, oh, I'm so frustrated with yeah. my sister. Like, uh, why is she around? Mm-hmm. Almost. And by the Teenage end, he's like, the yeah. And then by the end, like, you know, Thackeray's like, cherish her and everything. And like, I mean, you can see, even when he was frustrated, he was like, you're still my sister. He tried to like make up for being frustrated with her in front of the bullies and stuff. But it's like... He became, he had like a good character development because he became braver Mm -hmm. to protect his sister. Mm Because, you know, the, you know, those bullies like took his shoes and stuff Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't face off. She's like, you're going to get it now because my big brother's here. Mm -hmm. And you just see how much she loves and kind of like idolizes her big brother. Yeah. It was a direct parallel with Dan, with, um, Zachary and his uh, sister Emily and what he was doing the Emily, whole time. Emily, I called her Sarah. Thank you. That's okay. But, and then also, they built that stuff well. Yes. They built it up. This film, to me, the kids, their storylines were flimsy. That I, I was did like, not I can't. care. Me too. I was like, I don't really care about y'all. I didn't care I about what was going on. I don't care about y'all at all. I was like, why is your friend having a random party? And then I was like, I was like, there was no payoff in the mayor's thing. Like, I was like, there's a flash mob going on. The flash mom was found trying to find some guy who was already at the event that they were at. And then they dispersed. And I was like, what is this? And I felt like they were only using that vehicle because they wanted to updo the dance. Though They wanted to, like, continue the dance thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, y'all are It was forced. It was yes, like, like you y'all keep trying this. to recreate the other movie. And it's like, no. You wanted it's that. Just, it needed no. to be in there naturally. It was unnatural. And I would prefer they had something totally different than what they were trying to do. I was very, I'm sorry, I just was very disappointed. I was very disappointed, too. I mean, well, 
I wasn't disappointed in the actresses that they brought back. Like, uh, I liked that all of them came Bette back. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy. They were great as the Sanderson sisters, but the they were not, not well served. written. The story for this one. Was, didn't serve their, their talents. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The story did not serve their talents because they are they are wonderful actresses mm-hmm. and they are great as the Sanderson sisters. But it's like y'all didn't know what to do with them, honestly. And that's so why I was like, if you didn't, you should have. Did somebody read this? Like, <laughs> who watched this and signed off on this? I was like, this isn't good. They even had some of the same crew and people come back to make the music and stuff. And then they had like a song at the end. And I was just like... This is not Disney Channel film uh, like uh, quality. I was mad. I was like, "This is not the monthly movie that we have." Like, I was like, "This is not Disney Channel movie quality." You know what I thought about? I also feel like this was very, 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 very much a kid movie. Yeah, didn't Whereas, it feel like it, you? Didn't it feel like you? Like I shouldn't be watching this. Like, like this is humor for children, children, yes. children. Whereas Hocus Pocus Two was a family movie for kids and adults would Me enjoy. One. It. I'm talking about one, right? Thank you, yes. The, I mm-hmm. did say Hocus Pocus. I felt like Hocus Pocus 2 was very much a kid's movie. It was like humor and stuff for a kid's, very folk, like for a kid audience. Whereas yes. Hocus Pocus, the original one, it was a family yes. movie, so kids can watch it, family adults can watch, can watch it, it and, and, not, and both of them are going to enjoy it. Yes, and no one will feel like, oh my God, I can't watch this. You would just identify with the characters mm-hmm. and go in. But for some reason, I don't know what it was, but from the onset, I could not connect with the main characters. I was like, I don't understand what this awkwardness is. And I was like, there's no build. I was like, there's no need for this. There was nothing explaining what the relationship was. I was like, why are they talking about this, this random chick? And I was like, is she part of their friend group? It was just like, I, I, mean, I was like, I, I need some backstory. That. I could see what was happening. You know, I could infer what was happening. But I'm like, like, this is care. stupid. Exactly. That's, and I'm like, if you can't have the situation bring the people in mm-hmm. to identify with them, you're not going to have super fun. I wanted to click off the movie so many times. And it was like, okay, there's been movies where, um, well, lots of high school movies where... <laughs> I just like, love that you, you said a, a dumpster fire. I just remember <laughs> that. I'm like, it's a great word. <laughs> where, like, there's, like, it's in high school and there's a falling out between quick friends because one joins the popular crowd Mm -hmm. actually i was just watching um recently started watching cobra kai which is Mm -hmm. actually very good and this is a much better way better done kind of dynamic between two friends who kind of fall out because one joins the popular crowd Mm -hmm. and one kind of gets left behind and the Mm -hmm. friction between that Mm -hmm. but it's done much better and it's like it makes more sense because one is like, oh, I'm into like robotics and stuff, and the other girl's really smart, but she hangs out with this kind of dumb valley girl kind of crowd, mm. even though she's still interested in the same things. And then this one in Hocus Pocus two, it's like the two friends. They're like, oh, we're into our whole like the Sanderson like the, the witchy thing, witchy thing, and the other one joins like this popular crowd, and they're like. Oh well, I don't understand. It's not like she stopped hanging out with them. They're like, oh, we just don't like them. This, yeah. like, this other friend group. The, yes, the the justification for what was happening didn't make sense to me either. Yeah, it was stupid. I was like, what? And she's like, oh, I didn't understand. I'm like, how did you not understand? And you why didn't... would you tell her like, hey, I'm not into your friends. Can we just hang out, just us? Why did this not happen? Why did this conversation not happen a lot sooner? Even the boy was just like, I. He's like, I never made fun of you guys. I just said you were weird. That was the one part in I the movie like... that was the funniest to me. Oh, God, <laughs> really? He's like, I thought I was just pointing out stuff. I never bullied you. And like, like, that is bullying. He's like, what? I have so many people to apologize to. Now, that was funny to me. I was like, oh, my God. It was so stupid. But I was just like, he really wasn't trying to be bad. That's why I was like, he was like, I wasn't trying to do nothing like that. And I just was like, oh, God. 
it was just bad. It was a dumpster fire, like you said. It, it was. I'm, I was thoroughly disappointed. But you um, know, though, the positive thing about it is... They learned not to do this again? Well, for us, I mean. <laughs> not for them. <laughs> not for them. Positive thing for us. And there was no binks. I wanted a black cat to talk. There was no talking cat. That probably would have been... They probably would have shoehorned that in in a not great way, too. <laughs> You're right. Like, it would have been You're a dumpster right. fire again. But the good thing, at least for us, is like for the last like a twenty episodes, we've been watching really good stuff. Yeah, highly rated stuff. So the good part for us is I like we that finally have a low ranking film. A to low talk ranking film, and I think the good thing about that is it allows us to analyze like why didn't this work? Yeah, and I like that part about it because yeah. then we could have compared it to the first and be like. What was it about the second one that they got so wrong that was so right in the first one? Yeah. And I do like... And I, I got to watch the first one again. And yes! I actually, I actually well, I don't enjoyed excuse, it. Because but... <laughs> I, I don't... I haven't watched um, Hocus Pocus 1 in oh, years. Because yeah, well, you know, I don't do Halloween, so I just don't really care anymore. And I guess in my case, well, I mean, since... Well, Disney Plus came out, so then they had it more... Uh, Easily available, available. Yeah. but I actually own the DVD, so oh, it made okay. it easier for me to be able to watch it every year. But I liked Hocus Pocus one. I watched it yes. again. And I was like, "Wow, this is really good." Still, I feel like this Hocus Pocus up. is pretty much universally. I just loved. think they need to forget about two. That they they need to just forget they made two and just like just leave it alone. I mean, I know Let that a lot of fans lie. were wanting a sequel, including myself. But it's like if you can't think of something good, don't do it. Yeah, I don't know if that feel. I felt like one of the things I will say this before we go into reading, but I felt like they were trying to do so much of the new age stuff that was going on. Like, there's so many like movies about kids with witches, and mm-hmm. I was like. They were trying to do that, and then I, I just felt like they were trying to do too much. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Yo, damn it, back!" Like, and none of it wasn't done well. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, like, "Then you have my girl, um, Hannah, Hannah Gillingham, I think is her name from Ted Lasso." <gasps> oh she was the, yeah, because me and, and my mom like, were what? arguing about it because she thought it was someone else, and I was like, "No, oh, I think her. that's from Ted Lasso." Yep, that's and her. then I looked her up. I was like, "I was right, Bob, in your face." And I liked her little scene, but I was like, "Oh, that's all she gonna be doing?" And like, yeah, there was no payoff on that. And I was mad. I was like, "Y'all just had her in that one scene." I was like, "Okay, let's see what's gonna happen here." Very random. It was, and I just I did thought not there was gonna it. be some type of payoff. I would have loved if she had just come in and done some more stuff or something. That would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. It was just like you were just left feeling cold by the end of the movie. It was like there was no really good payoff. Yeah, and even the way the film resolved itself, it was just kind of like lackluster. It was lackluster. It was. It was. Again. I think it was slightly. It made it better than the rest of the movie. I was like, okay, you you Not bumped to me. For me, it bumped it up. Okay, I'm gonna talk about my rating really quick. Go ahead. I gave it a. Oh man, what am I giving it? I got mine. I think I ended up giving it a, a six glasses. Because for me, when I was watching it, it was like five glasses or maybe five glasses in the monocle. But the part about her like losing his sisters and learning that like that this wasn't worth that bumped it up a monocle for me. Because honestly, watching through the rest of it, I'm like, this is a this is a middling movie. This is a five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that because. Actually, that whole part was why I wanted to knock it to four because I was like, "This is not the same movie." I felt like I was I'm watching one thing and then this part comes up and I'm like, even though this part is sweet, it just is like, oh god, like it just so it just felt like, oh like oh, okay, let's make it sweet now. And I'm just like, it just felt like a failure to me. So <laughs> I wanted to knock it down after that moment because I just didn't like how the the younger girls were. I didn't like the, their point. 
their portion in the res- resolution. And so I was like, what? It, I just didn't like it. And then the guys, and then Gilbert and the and Bi- and Billy coming at the end. I was just, what the heck is this? I was just done by the end. <laughs> I was like, can we wrap this up? So, but. <laughs> I looked at it again and I, I saw the funnier points. I liked the singing. I liked the flash mob. I just love flash mobs, even though the flash mob was ill placed. Didn't mix. It didn't need. It wasn't necessary. But I also liked the little cosplay that happened. That oh, was cosplay. Yeah, the cosplay. Everybody content. was cosplay. Yeah, yeah everybody was cosplay. So I'm going to keep it at my original rating of five glasses, and that's all it's going to get. <laughs> that's it. So, you guys, that is our review of Hocus Pocus 2. It may well, seem harsh, it makes but it it's even... honest average rating so that makes it five an average of five glasses in a monocle yes because that's that's all i don't even know if it deserved that monocle but whitney was being generous <laughs> as usual but that is our rating of the film you guys you know what let us know what you guys thought of hocus pocus too i mean i'm not gonna lie a lot of people my sister was saying there was so much hype people were saying that this was awesome and then she was Wait, like what? what were they saying like she was what like were they watching? <laughs> what were they watching that's what she was saying she's like i heard so many people say it was awesome and my sister's like this sucked this sucked were these like Gen Zers who had never seen know. the original? Maybe. Like, oh. My sister but said then that she would give it four glasses. And to question their taste overall <laughs> anyway. Even if you have not seen the original, this was a legitimately not great. It's not a great film. And the fact that well, we watched it again okay, twice. Okay, you know what? Now that I think about it, we do... I don't know how... When you ha- when you we did have something to compare it to, yeah. So maybe it would have been slightly higher. It still wouldn't have been good. No. But it maybe would have been slightly higher if we didn't have the original, which was so good. The fact that I watched this twice was just to show how dedicated I am to making sure <laughs> that I present well on this pod. It's only for you guys because otherwise <laughs> I would never have watched it again. Never. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> 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 I only give it a five out of nostalgia for the this? first one because I just was like certain ones, certain moments were funny, but other than that, I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm done nah, with this film. It was trash. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> that was a garbage right. So that's it from us. And don't yes. forget, you guys, hit us up on TikTok, Instagram, and like review and rate. And you know, you might have your review. Subscribe to our newsletter, you guys. Yes, we might have your review online. If you leave us one, we might put like we might say it on the pod. Okay, so just Shout reach out to out. us. Shout you out. Yeah, guys. Yeah, and, connect with us, y'all. Like, if there's something that you want, uh, you think we should watch. And you want, or and you want to hear our take on it? Like you know, hit us up. Yes, and join us too. Like anybody want to come on the pod and talk with the blurs? Yeah, you're a blurred yourself. You an RVA? We love meeting oh, new folks. Let me do a shout out. Shout out to Will Map. Oh yeah, well the third. Oh yeah, tell us about it. Well, uh, he was just hitting us up on uh, Instagram recently and said mm-hmm. that he had shouted us out on an interview that he did. So I wanted to shout him out too and thank say thank you, Will. thank you, Will. Still waiting Will- for antidotes episode. I mean, issue two. I'm still waiting. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah. So I won't say I won't say too much because I don't know like any, if that was just like a you know DM conversation about stuff he's working on. But looking forward to more stuff coming from Will. All right, all right, y'all, and. So, this is the Halloween season. Y'all be safe. Get spooky if you want to. (laughs) But also remember to what? Blur it out. Blur it out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non-blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. 
You can find them on SoundCloud, username captions, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your blurred fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at BolaStoryB. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Sade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D's and dog, E's and elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios. 